0: Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Byrne. it's time for the Monday Morning Podcast for Monday, 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 May 29th, 2017. What's going on? How are you? How are you guys doing? Happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. When you're supposed to be out there remembering the troops, you're going to be getting hammered saying bad shit to your wife that you later have to apologize for what's going on you fucking soon to be fat fucks huh you got the you got the grill going right we got a little kibosh what are you guys making today huh what fucking animal had to get the old right there fred you know, and an uppercut to another one. You fucking sewed them together. What in God's name do you have on your grill right now? That you know you fucking? What'd you put in there? A bunch of cheese? Who wants cheese on their burger? Come on, these things are gonna fucking burn, Karen. Um. Oh, you know what's the best? You put the buns on. That's that's the you know. You keep checking. You keep checking. But you are looking at the meat. Don't want to burn the buns. Uh, Christ, they burn this wine. That's all right. I'll eat that one. I like it when it's burns. Oh, I bet she swallows. I'm sorry. Sorry. Why, Bill? Why? Why did you have to take the nice family day that this is? You know? That the great men of this country fought so you could go out there, you know, work, slowly work your way, take another step towards a fucking massive coronary. How many people are going to face plant into their grill today? <laughs> Via too much alcohol You know Just eating that last thing That fucking makes the ticker stop Or You know The classic Old fucking Middle aged man Uh Injury The fucking blown out Achilles You know Oh did you say you wanted pickles And you just turn a little too fast And pow That shit goes right up the back of your leg and Then you face plant Right into your fucking grill Side of the face Right You'd be surprised. I bet if I could somehow get some sort of live, you know, phoners in here, I bet my phone lines would be lighting up right now with paramedics, fire department people, people that drive ambulances. Hey, is a driver of the ambulance, do you actually have to know how to help people or are you just like the guy, the getaway driver, you know? All you need to do is know how to turn on the siren, you know, be able to block it out. Do you think ambulance drivers hear that siren at night as they lay in their quiet bedroom? You know, probably have to put fucking music on because they don't, they're just laying there and all they hear is, (laughs) slowly going insane. Um, I don't know. I'm in a great fucking mood. You know? My lovely little lady is starting to sleep through the night. I'm starting to get some sleep again. Dude, she's hilarious she just does this thing now she's trying out her voice she just goes like, ah, 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 like loud as shit laying in the bed in the morning between me and nia just ah, ah, it's like fucking a little mini jerry lewis ah, the entire time it's so i just put my hand over her mouth and i just make, i just make it go like i ah, 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 think and then she kind of like looks around like what the fuck was that and that stops her for about four seconds before she starts again. And then she gets used to the noise. And then that's it. Um, she's starting to crawl. She's fucking moving backwards. It's funny. like they I guess they move backwards first. So it's like the thing that they want. It just keeps getting further and further away. Like that uh, Alfred Hitchcock shot. Um, but uh, anyways, I had family from back east out here this weekend which means plenty of booze, plenty of fucking crazy food. So I've been doing the elliptical every day, doing what I can. But, uh, you know, this is like at this point, everybody who's going to come out here has come out here. They've all seen her. They all love her. And what's awesome is now I don't have to. uh, I realize now when people visit me, they're not coming to see me, which is fucking awesome. They're coming to see her. Oh, hey, Bill, how you doing? Where is she? Where is she? she? over? Oh, would you look at her? Look at her. It's great. And you just peel off in the back, you know. All your family members come over, and then they all get to hold her and stuff, you know. So then you get to sit there boozing in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Happy holidays. No, it's been great. She's awesome. Um, she's so awesome. I'm not getting any fucking material out of it. Everyone was telling me, oh, my God, you're having a kid. I can't wait for you to become a dad. Oh, my God. I want to see how your act changes. It hasn't. I'm still paranoid. I'm still filthy. And uh, my daughter's awesome. So, you know, that's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Bill, what's it like being a dad? It's great. It's phenomenal. I think most of my material is just about other fucking lunatic parents. I'm telling you what I'm gonna start saying to people when they go, oh, oh, she's oh yeah, that's a great age. You, oh, wait, wait till three days from now. Then oh well, oh, you do oh, she's gonna tell. She'll fucking start stabbing you in the night. I'm you know what I'm gonna start saying to those parents, I'm just gonna be like, you know, you sound like a horrible father and I think you married the wrong person. Have a nice day. <laughs> How you could look at this experience in a negative way is fucking... Look, if you're broke, if you're a kid, if you're a fucking high school student, right? And, you know, you started banging your goddamn English teacher. Ah, 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 and you, you didn't know enough to pull out. As much as they told you in sex education how much... You know how a baby's made. You couldn't fucking believe you were banging your English teacher. And then next thing you know, you're going to be a fuck. Yeah, then then it's brutal. You know, you're married to this fucking old broad who's always correcting your fucking sentences. You know, you're calling her out for dressing like a whore. And she's fucking giving you shit for a for a dangling participle, whatever the fuck. I never knew what that meant. The past participle. Bill, what's the past participle of this sentence? I don't know. Just send me to summer school. Just give me, give me in that fucking distilled version of this class that is nothing. That dream team of class clowns that is summer school, drug addicts and musicians. It was just fucking tremendous. Summer school underrated. I, I tell you, I went, I did it twice. I should have done it all four years of high school, but uh, I blew off the last year because what was the fucking point? My sophomore year, my teacher hooked me up, gave me the D minus, Um, D minus in geometry. Um, I fucking had a great time. I had a great time. I had to take one class, you know, got me out of bed in the morning. And summer school was combined like three towns where I lived. And it it was all the class clowns, just like I said creative people everybody had add and the level of shit that they gave to the teacher i was like wow i gotta up my game these people are on a whole nother level it's like when you go to jail you become like a better criminal i became a better class clown just sitting there like wow these guys are fucking these guys have no intention of going to college i'm at least still lying to myself yeah i think i could you know (laughs) i think i could go in the later rounds if you were a fucking draft pick, be honest with yourself. If you were a high school student, what round are you going in? You know? And if you really think about it, that's why Bill Belichick, he doesn't like the first round draft picks. Because the first round draft picks, they're like book smart, right? They're the fucking nerds. You know, you give them some information, they'll memorize it, and they'll spit it right back at you, right? But there's no passion. They, 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 they don't walk into a room and light it up. This is a bad analogy, because... First round draft picks do, I guess do they? I don't know about college basketball now with everybody one and done. You bring this fucking kid to a locker room full of men and you're gonna put the team on his back. Bony fucking legs. Um Well, Bill, what are they supposed to do? A lot of them, you know, it's it's like their mothers, uh, you know, they, they need a new kidney and and uh, the the shack they live in is falling apart. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. You know, but selfishly as a fan, you know, you miss the days when somebody had four years with fucking Coach K or Dean Smith, rest his soul. Bobby Knight flipping him in the chin. Stop looking down on the ground, you fucking man. I've told that before. Did i ever tell you much. I fucking love that Bobby Knight speech, where he says, "You know, I'm not gonna. You're not going I'm not gonna walk around with a 14 to 28 record." <laughs> I don't know what it is about that guy i listen to that speech and it makes me want to go fucking i don't know i'll go to the gym after listening to that guy something happened you know when that guy got ran out of town that was that was a you know then all of a sudden like guys steered into just literally being pussies like fucking wearing shirts with cats on them and stuff you know my wife was showing me that like there's a men's onesie that's out there now that guys are wearing. I was like, "You got to be fucking kidding. Like when is it going to st- when is it going to steer back to testosterone? When is the guy's guy going to make a comeback? I mean, everything makes a comeback, right? Classic rock, disco, hair metal's making a little bit of a comeback. I don't fucking I you know. I just don't get it. So then somebody showed me, well they were like, "Well, Sean Connery wore one." In one of the James Bond movies. And it's like, all right, but he wasn't wearing it like he thought it looked good. He wasn't wearing it because it was fucking stupid. You know, <laughs> that's what I can't fucking stand. Everything's like mocking something else. It's like, all right, so what do you believe in? What are you going to fucking sign your name to? And these fucking millennial cunts, the, the, all, I can't say all of them. That's not fair to a whole generation. But so the ones that at least they're taking pictures of. Okay, which granted, most of these pictures are being taken, care, taken by older people from my generation who are jealous of younger people. That's what a lot of it is, I bet. I bet I'm overreacting. When I really think about it, I don't really see a lot of people with cats on their shirts. Although when they do, people take pictures of them, then they post them on social media. And then old fucks like me start going, oh, look at these fucking millennials the fucking. Um, all right, so scratch all of that. I mean, uh, really, Bill, uh, you, have you seen anybody with a onesie? Somebody just showed you a picture, and then you, you literally started freaking out like you watch CNN or Fox News for two hours. That's always a great thing to do. Watch those for a couple, two, three hours, and they get you all panicked. What you want to do is you want to switch between the two of them, right? And then you balance out the lies, and you keep yourself level-headed. You know, fake news. It's all fake news. Um, so anyways, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be that guy. Okay, God bless you, millennials. I'm sure there's, there's plenty of guys, guys on the way. You're out there fucking crushing ass, and God bless you. Joy, your youth. Joy, your fucking youth. Before it's Memorial Day, and suddenly you're that guy with the dad bod standing in front of the grill, feeling that tightness in your Achilles, you know, and you got to reach for that last burger on the back of the fucking grill. And you just start feeling that tightness in your ankle. And you're like, God, if it's going to happen, please don't let it happen now. Not in front of my family back east. Um, nobody has guessed the movie, by the way, that I am referring to. We had problems with the family back east. Uh, this, I was going to say I'd give you a hint, but this isn't really a hint. In my opinion, that movie, it's a car movie. For me! I just feel like that movie's a car movie. Other people thought there was some philosophical question. You know, who's the fly? Who's the windshield? All I remember from that movie was I love the car because I love a fucking sleeper. I remember the car that was a sleeper and then I just remember that there was this one guy was having problems with the family back east, and that explained his entire fucking backstory. That's it. now. If you guys can't guess it now, I don't know what the fuck. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. All right, they had a fucking pizza. Paula. Yeah, can I get a can I get a sausage and arugula? Yeah, uh, we got no arugula. You know what I mean, Arugula? Yeah, we had family. We had problems with the family back east. They won't give us Arugula. Um, Anyway, so what did you guys do this weekend? uh, Other than sit around. You know what I did? I watched... um, Somebody tweeted me on the old Twitter and told me, are you watching the time trials for Monaco? And here's the thing. I, You know, I'm new to F1. Mm -hmm. As you guys know. I can barely remember the fucking names. Um... So I'm like, I'm, I'm going to, I didn't, I had no idea like how they qualify for a race. I just thought, you'd, you know, you get like five laps around the track. Whoever has the best time gets the pole position and then they just work their way back. But that, that, that is not how it works. It's like a whole other day of racing. Cause I always wonder why, why the fuck do people show up to watch these, these qualifying I mean, just watch some guy by himself out there, yeah, 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 you know. He's got to be in eighth place tomorrow. Um, that's not how it works. It is the race before the race, and it's like there's three races. So there's three levels of the qualifying. There's like, first of all, there's practice laps Get you used to the track, and if you don't do the practice laps, you're not allowed to race. So obviously there's probably some safety thing. Like, dude, you're not just going to fucking go out there and start driving 200 miles an hour. Is this next one a right or a left turn? Shit! Um, qualifying. Okay, so there's, there's like three rounds of it. So qualifying, the first round one. It's like match madness, but with guys. Um, it lasts for 18 minutes. Everybody gets on the fucking track. I'm sure they, I don't know, they let six out, then another six. I don't know how the fuck they do it. I missed that part of it, okay? But it lasts for 18 minutes. At the end of which time, can you tell I'm reading this? The six slowest drivers are eliminated from qualifying. And 16 advance to QT, the qualifying two. So those six are going to be... And I thought, oh my God, are they out of the fucking race? Is this like golf where you miss the cut? And I found out later, no, they just start way in the back. Okay? So... um, so there's 22 fucking drivers, I guess. So let's see. So six of them are fucking eliminated. But aren't there usually only 20 drivers to two not have to go home? I have no idea. If anybody knows the information to that. I don't know if anybody, if you don't move to the next round of qualifying, if anybody actually doesn't get to race. Because um, I thought there was 20 cars in the race. And according to this mass, there's 22. But whatever. So six are eliminated in the first one. Then the next 16, you know, after a short break, the times are reset. And the 16 remaining cars run in a 15-minute session. So now we're down to 15. Uh, and at the end of which, the slowest six cars are eliminated from qualifying, leaving 10 to progress to qualifying three. Now, the top 10 spots after the race, those, that's when you're in the points. From first all the way to 10th, it's like something like 25 points for first, 18 for second, then it's like 15 then 12, 10, 8, 6, 4, 2, 1 are the points. Huh? You're, in the, you're in the fucking lightning round at that point. Um, and then the, and whoever yeah, obviously has the best run after that gets the uh, qualifying three. After a further break, time's a reset, and the final 12-minute session is held to decide pole position in the standing order of the top 10 grid places. That's when you're in the points. All right. That's when you're going home, at least with a fucking year supply of rice if you're in the top 10. So <clears throat> I watched it because somebody on Twitter is like, dude, you got to watch this. This might be better than the race. So uh, Lewis Hamilton. From the Isle of Man, it's an island with men, nothing but men. All walking around like right where are the fucking ladies, the birds, whatever the fuck they call them over there. Slags. Um. (laughs) Anyways, he's out there. He's got Mercedes. He's got one of the fastest fucking cars out there. But for whatever fucking reason, he's not getting enough downward force or something on the front of his car. And the front end is sliding all over everywhere. So he barely gets out of qualifying one. He gets into qualifying two. And it's there's a 15 minute session. And he's outside of the qualifying to get. To the next level his time is too slow so he's got time to do one more run okay now he's in second place overall for the um for the uh to become champ to stay on to stay on pace to be whatever the, the fucking best driver of the year i'm sorry guys i'm new to this fucking thing um and his fucking front end starts sliding all over the place and then some cunt hits the wall so then the yellow flag comes out, and I guess that doesn't matter if some asshole drives into the fucking wall. Your qualifying time is done. This fucking idiot. He's a professional driver. He hits the wall. I don't, how do you hit the wall? I get it. You, call, you know, they said they actually put some special steering in. They make custom steering just for that fucking track in Monaco because they're just driving through the streets and they have such a hairpin turn that they actually have to turn the wheel harder than they do in any other race. You know why wouldn't they just leave that in? wouldn't you want to have that option in case you had to drive all the way around something at some point in the other races evidently not um so anyways long story short this fucking guy i think from force india with the fuchsia car just basically you know he pulls the greg bait brady you know gotta beat Marsha. gotta get closer than a quarter of an inch he fucking slams right into the wall and then that's it and lewis hamilton was so fucking dejected he couldn't even get out of his car you know and uh Long story short, the fucking Ferraris. Why the fuck does my goddamn computer keep doing this to me? Trying to get the screen to come up. Can you stay up? Do I got to sit there fingering the fucking thing the whole time? Um, yeah, so long story short, the Ferraris won the first and second position. And I think uh, that Butas guy, the Finnish dude, started in third. And Lewis Hamilton was all the way back. In 14th, So he's out of the points. And uh, you're driving through the fucking streets of Monaco, a sovereign state. In other words, they're in France, but they're not part of France. Like, yeah, fuck off. We're doing our own thing here. And um, I guess it's really hard to pass there. But despite that, the fucking race starts. And immediately he went from 14th to 12th. And I'm watching the race. And I'm like, this motherfucker, he's probably going to finish 4th. He's somehow going to figure, somebody's going to fuck up in their pit stop. Something's going to happen. So I'm, the whole time I'm watching the race, and I'm watching, then he's 12th, then he's 11th, then he's 10th. And the fucking announcers are blowing it off because they're too busy looking at the, what the Ferraris are going to do, what the Red Bull team's doing, what, what the fuck uh, Butas is going to be doing in the Mercedes. And meanwhile, here's Lewis Hamilton just moving up. This is the longest I've ever talked about racing. Though. they got a feeling people are like, dude, I don't give a fuck, you They're driving around in a circle. Um, no, they're not. They're not driving around. There's left and right turns. All right. There's a chicane. <laughs> Dude, you at least got to watch Monaco. You should have watched Monaco with the fucking Illuminati people fucking back their yachts up. Although I went online and I found like you can actually there's a lot of them are just like packages. Like those aren't just rich people with their yachts backed up. There's just a lot of like booze cruises and you can sit there on a fucking yacht getting hammered acting like you didn't just light up your fucking credit card. Whatever, Stacy. We'll deal with it when we get back. We get back east. So, long story short, uh on a track that you could not fucking pass on, somehow Lewis passed seven fucking people, finished seventh. So, let's see. That's uh 1 2. He got like six points or something like that. And uh the Ferraris came in first and second. All right. Uh Sebastian Vettel ended up winning. After a great fucking pit stop. And what's his face? Uh, Kimi Räikkönen. Is that his fucking name? Räikkönen or whatever. Finished dude. Sebastian's the kraut, the German dude. He fucking comes out of the pit before him. And then you hear Kimi going like, God, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> he sounded like me when somebody cut me off in traffic. But he's driving like 170 miles an hour. Uh, and then what's his face Daniel always a bridesmaid Never a fucking winner Ricardo came in fucking third That guy's always on the podium Never comes in first He's got to be pissed Like guys what the fuck Can you do something to the car here So I can get past these Ferraris and Mercedes I mean ah, what do I got to do here um, So long story short Ferrari as a team has 196 points Mercedes has 179 And the Americans the Yanks Just to let you know We're pulling up the rear we got our first points of the season. Uh, what do we got? We got Romaine, like the lettuce, Grosjean, he got nine points. And then Kevin Magnuson, like the condoms, got five. So we got 14 points. So just f- those Ferraris and Mercedes better mind their fucking P's and Q's because the Yanks are coming. All right, thank you for fucking sitting through all of that shit. Um, let's talk about Tiger Woods. Jesus fucking Christ. Can you believe he got arrested for drinking and driving? It only happens to nine zillion people every fucking day. I'm so sick of people talking about Tiger Woods like the way they disrespect this guy. You know, I love Stephen A. Smith, but I started watching him talking, and he was saying that you know that you know this guy's just his fall from basically his fall from grace, and um, and how his whole. You know, he became a billionaire and his whole fucking thing was based on the fact that he presented himself as a family man. And I'm thinking like, when the fuck did that guy, when the fuck did he ever present himself as a family man? Didn't he get to where the fuck he was because he was the best golfer anybody had ever seen? Because he was making like PGA fucking links look like, like he was playing miniature golf. I never pay attention to that fucking blondie was... I don't even know her fucking name. And then, eh, well, so what? he bangs a bunch of Hooters whores and then I'm, sp- then I'm supposed to sit on the couch going, you lied to me, tiger. I thought after your golf, you, you fucking went down to Applebee's with your family and fucking your family backies and you shared a fucking blooming onion. I have to be honest with you. I never once... Thought about what the fuck that guy did when he got off the golf course. And when I found out what he was doing off the golf course, I was like, yeah, I mean, that kind of makes sense. I'm just gonna say this, the amount of fucking men. Okay, when Stephen A. Smith walks out of his studio, you know, he doesn't have a line of whores just waiting to fucking blow him just so they could say, I blew Stephen A. Smith. Tiger Woods had to deal with that. And like most men, he folded under the pressure. (laughs) And the fucking reason why he's not doing well right now is not because of his fucking wife, who, by the way, took a bunch of his money, bought a house, fucking knocked it down, and then rebuilt another one. Huh? What about her? I thought she was an environmentalist. She lied. Right? What about her? What about old Blondie right there? I used to do a bit about this. Do you think she would even give Tiger Woods a second fucking glance if he wasn't making all that money, if he wasn't the greatest at what he did? Would old blonde, blue-eyed even give that guy a fucking second? I don't think she would have. All right? Even when you're a bum like me, when you fucking walked into the singles bar back in the 90s, What did women always say? What do you do? They're not making small talk. Okay? Women all fucking judge, okay, their status. And then they get a number in their head. All right? And then they find out the jobs, okay, that earn this and earn that. And then they figure, like, who they can fuck. Okay? And then it becomes a thing of, like, okay, you're underneath what i want for the lifestyle that i'm looking for in the future but you're a good looking enough guy that i'll fucking bang you tonight maybe i'll have a little fling with you but that's good at the end of the fucking day you know when you slid that piece of paper across the table and you made your offer saying my dick and balls bring home this each year they're like yeah keep it moving keep it moving that's that's 10 grand less than i want and you got that one snaggle tooth fuck off Move on. Who's next? Go ahead. Put your junk on the table. What's your number? <laughs> <laughs> and, here's the, and here's the thing. I don't fault women for that. Who wants to live like a bum? If you're, good and if you're good looking enough, okay, and you can land somebody that's making a ton of fucking money, you can learn to love that, right? I don't know. So anyway, so now he gets busted for drinking and driving. And this is the bottom line. This fucking guy's fall from grace, okay? All right, I'll give you the first fucking couple of years after his divorce. Like maybe that got in his fucking head. But at the end of the day, I mean, he got divorced 10 fucking years ago. What happened was, was his marriage and his body broke down at the same fucking time. The guy just had major back surgery. His knees are fucked up. And they always said they said back when everybody thought he was the the family man back East, that um the way the the level of torque and the pressure they was putting on his back, they predicted his body was gonna break down and it did. And then when it does, you know, now they're gonna blame you know. It's the classic ladies just taking credit. That's all it is. They always take credit. Behind you, every great man is a good woman, you know, they you, okay. All right, is it? I don't. Know. I mean, what, what's your definition of great? I mean, man, every great man is a great woman. It's like the guy was already a fucking champion when he met you. So if you're talking about his mother, I'll, I'll give you that. But this whole fucking thing, well, now, I mean, Jesus, I got to tell you, his mugshot. Oh, that's a classic one. I'd like to have a couple of pops with Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! He needs, this is what he needs to do. He needs to hit the fucking treadmill, all right? And he's got to shave his fucking head already. You got to let that go. You know, oh, God, here comes the Monday morning. Here comes the MMP Photoshop. Can you please Photoshop my fucking head underneath (laughs) Tiger Woods' fucking hair? Oh, God you know what's funny is he looks like he's fucking wasted but you know what he's saying he's looking into the camera going well i know a billion people are going to see this what the fuck are they going to say about this one um i don't i can't even to begin to tell you guys i i can't i can't even begin to tell you guys how bad i want to see this guy win a major again uh Look at this. Editor's pick. The secret history of Tiger Woods. Now, how, mu- how much do you think they actually talked to Tiger Woods? Said the death of his father set a battle raging inside the world's greatest golfer. Dish, dish. How the fuck do you know? Why? Because you talked to his gardener? Is that the closest you could get to him? And now you're going to write 400 pages of bullshit? Listen, do me a favor. Don't listen to any of this stuff, okay? He's a man. He makes mistakes. He's in the public eye. I hope his back gets better. You know what? I hope he goes out like fucking... Who's that guy used to fucking just sit there? The big dude with the blonde hair. And he's fucking sit there. I think he played Oliver on the Brady Bunch way back in the day. And then when he grew up, he became this drunk... He was this alcoholic fucking... He, he could hit the ball a fucking mile. Ah, God damn it. It's going to kill me. i got to look this up here. Alcoholic golfer... Driver long that's how I search, and John Daly, there we go, Bam, nailed it um John <laughs> you know, I hope he comes back like a combination like I don't know, a Terminator and John Daly. That's what I want. I want a fucking drunk cyborg going out there, and I hope he fucking passes Jack Nicholas. And just, you know, I don't understand people that look at people in the public eye to the point that they, they disappoint them, you know, get a fucking life. Jesus Christ. Oh, well, what the, was that fucking movie? Uh, Captain Kirk, when he did, he did this sketch talking to the Trekkies on SNL, get a fucking life. You know, guys, I don't know. I don't know if you noticed the last couple of weeks, I've been a little, uh, I've been a little down, you know, and, uh, I know the podcast hasn't been as good as, uh, it has been in the past. And that's just cause, uh, uh, you know, I feel like Tiger Woods let me down, you know, all those times I've never met him or even remotely spoken to him. Um, you know, I just really thought we had something there and for him to turn around and, uh, go back on his word that he never gave me because I've never spoken with him. I just, I was devastated. And, uh, I'm not gonna be able to come into work today. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I hope that guy wins another fucking major. I can't even tell you. I can't I can't even fucking uh, I just did tell you, didn't I? I think I just did tell you. Um Hey, last week I was talking about helicopters and uh you know I know some pilots listen to this fucking thing. You know, mass bumping, all that shit you have to deal with, low G pushover with the fucking semi uh, articulated rotor system. Does anybody know about these fucking these these new European helicopters that are starting to be available over here? And it has a fully articulated rotor system, so you don't have to deal with any of that shit. And they're fuel injected, so there's no. Do I need to pull carb heat? Am I going to fucking die here? Um, it's called. I don't know how to say it. G U I M B A L. Guyumble Cabri G two, and I wrote next to it, "What's the deal?" Um. I talked to two of my instructors. One of them said, "Hey, that's pretty cool that they do that." And the other one said, "Well, it's kind of like remember when the first iPhone came out because they're brand new. Then they had to work all the bugs out." He said, uh, "They learned about aircraft through people crashing." <laughs> so I was like, "All right, fuck those things then." Um. Anyways, you know, you know, what I was thinking. I'm, I think one of these days, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to buy a used Apache. You know, or whatever the fuck they have. Those. Blackhawks or some shit. I'm just going to learn how to fly that, and then I'm just going to join those Blackwater dudes. That's my apocalypse thing. You know what I mean? I'm not going to learn how to kill people or anything like that. I'll just be the shuttle guy. I'll take you back from the front lines, back to base base camp, and I'll just sit there eating my soup. That's my game plan. Um, All right, let's read some of fucking advertising here for this week, which, of course, I didn't even... Did I even look this shit up yet? No, I didn't. Uh, I apologize for this. You know, I just... It's just Tiger Woods let me down. You know, I thought he was a family member. And uh, I mean, I haven't been this fucking. I haven't been this fucking distraught since uh, Michael Jordan's acceptance speech at the Hall of Fame. When I found out who he really was, I mean, I was devastated. And I just remember all those times I had not hung out with Michael Jordan or ever talked to him. And I just feel like he really just. You know, I just thought he was better than that. I love that when he gave that speech and everybody's just like, wait a minute. This guy's like fucking got ice water in his veins and he's he's got a mean streak in him. It's like, yeah, yeah. All those fucking people who were never picked in gym class, they were like, oh, this is why I sucked. (laughs) It wasn't just that I was uncoordinated. I didn't have this killer fucking instinct. He went after his own goddamn kids. You know what? And that's what all right. Toyota, everybody. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half ton Tundra workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced technology to fuel your wildest adventures And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma. All right. Me, undi- oh, me undies. Me undies. Michael Jordan's fucking long shorts. Do-do-do-do. Me undies. Me undies. They're that long because of his dork. He's fucking six, So is his dick. But his balls were rough until he got me undies. And then he made the Hall of Fame. He finally beat the fucking Pistons because his piston was nice and fucking soft with me undies. What about Bill Walton? Um, all right. Pride starts on the inside. So celebrate yourself with MeUndies. MeUndies makes the ultimate feel-good undies with free shipping right to your door. Satisfaction guaranteed. Oh, my God. I love them. Designed in L.A., Louisiana, Los Angeles, every pair of MeUndies is made with micro modal, modal a fabric three times softer than cotton. And You know it's true because you have never heard the cotton lobby ever debate it. Their soft, stretchy undies come in every ever-changing array of colors and patterns. No matter what your style, they got something for you. That's because MeUndies believes in people feeling good and being themselves, which is why MeUndies MeUndies, is putting their money where their underwear is during Pride Month. For every pair of special edition Celebrate Undies you buy during Pride MeUndies, during Pride, sorry. MeUndies will donate $1 to the Los Angeles LGBT Center. Oh, uh, you, you're pandering to your audience. You got a bunch of colorful underwear, right? I see what's going on. You, you did a little algorithm. Well, more gay people than straights are buying these. You know? We, oh, maybe we, we got Maybe gay people buy. The gay people, gay guys. I bet gay guys buy more underwear. More underwear than straight guys do, you know, because women are so fucking forgiving, right? But guys are so visual. So maybe gay guys are like, I just feel a pressure that I always have to have new underwear on because I just feel so. Ch- I just feel like for me. When somebody sees my dick and balls first, I want to have a brand new pair of me undies. Good for them. Good for them. I bet if you look that up, I bet that's true. Generally speaking, gay men have newer, cleaner underwear than a straight guy, Right. Anyways, as if you needed another reason to try MeUndies, they're offering 20% off your first pair and a satisfaction guarantee that you'll, you'll love them or your money back. Just visit our URL, MeUndies.com slash Burr. Head to MeUndies today and pick up a pair of special edition Celebrate Undies. You'll not only get a discount of awesome undies, you'll be donating to an amazing cause. Check out MeUndies.com slash Burr today. I want to know when you're going to come out with the Caitlyn Jenners. You know, you guys ought to do it like a, uh, like how basketball sneakers do. They'll pick like, you know, they got Jordans, they got the Kobe's, you know, and after that game seven, you know, you know, what's coming out next October, the Olympic ones, every white guy with the dreams going to be buying those. They ought to do that with me You know, you ought to have the Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods, Miyundis, the Caitlyn Jenners. Who else is be a good person to fucking money up with Ric Flairs? You got to get the Ric Flairs. I'm telling you, it's a whole new market for you guys. All right, Blue Apron. Not only, not okay, not all ingredients are created equal. Oh Jesus Christ! They fucking going there. They're making America great again. And not all ingredients are created equal, yeah. Fresh, high-quality ingredients make a real difference. Oh, really? Fresh, high-quality ingredients make a real difference when you're cooking? Oh, I thought I could just pull something out of the trash. (laughs) These Blue Apron guys, you're always learning something. Anyways, it's important to know where your food comes from. Really? Uh, I just just thought I could keep eating fucking cows that were fed other cows. Talk about your personal experience with Blue Apron. I've never used it. Um, Additional copy points. Feature as desired. Okay, this is, all, this is all optional. Well, I'll go right to the end then. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. No, I can't do that. All right, additional, okay, affordable. Okay, for, for all you people are upside down in your house out there, you know, and nobody gives a shit, and you still want to eat well. For less than $10 per person per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Variety. Choose from a variety, the Tiger Woods, the Tiger Woods uh, option here. Variety. If you don't want to come home to the same fucking mashed potatoes and every once in a while you want to have a little fucking avocado. Okay, for less than $10 per person per meal. Sorry, it's wrong with Choose from a variety of new recipes each week or let Blue Apron's culinary team surprise you. Holy shit. Recipes are not repeated within a year, so you'll never get bored. Guaranteed. Blue Apron's freshness guarantees promise that every ingredient in your delivery arrives ready to cook or they'll make it right. Check out this week's menu and get the first three meals for free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash burr blueapron.com slash burr Blue Apron: a better way to cook. And lastly, but certainly not leastly, ah, Dollar Shave Club. Look at them with a the nice fucking quick copy. They understand. They understand my difficulties. Dollar Shave Club is the smarter choice. You'll get a great shave at a great price, conveniently delivered right to your door. They have all the jerseys. They have the Steelers, the Sharks, the Chargers, and more. Sorry, that was the voice I was just remembering from MVP Sports that read from way back in the day when they didn't want to hire somebody professional. They just hired some fucking hot chick that the owner was probably banging like Tiger Woods, but he hasn't won a golf tournament, so nobody knows, right? Anyways, you no longer have to schlep to the store. Buy a cheap disposable fucking razor that gives you a. Ch- okay, buy a ch- Kate. Okay, what you no longer have to schlep to the store to buy a cheap disposable razor that gave you a cheap shave, or spend a fortune on razors with gimmicky shaving technologies you didn't need. And when you use Doc Dollar Shave Club's executive razor with the Doctor Cabby's easy shave butter, blade gently. Glides, giving you a smooth shave. Dr. Carver's Shave Butter is transparent for a more precise shave, helps prevent ingrown hairs, and fights razor bumps. Make the smarter choice by joining Dollar Shave Club. Do you know the people at Dollar Shave Club had a custom Dr. Carvey's Easy Shave Butter tube that they framed? Andrew finally was able to convince me to take the thing. He goes, they gave you something. I'm like, "I I don't want any more shit. I got too much shit. And he goes, "Now you got to see this thing. And like fucking a year later, I finally got it from him. And I'm like, God damn it. It's another thing I got to put up on the wall and someday explain to people. Oh, I have mild dyslexia. And I thought Dr. Carver's shaved butter said Dr. Carver's easy shave butter. And I used to scream it. And it's like, gee, Bill, do you have any more boring stories framed on your wall? Yes, yes, I do. Okay, make the smarter choice by joining Dollar Shave Club. For a limited time, new members can get their first month of the executive razor with a tube of their doctor Cobbies, easy shake butter for only five dollars with free shipping After that, razors are just a few bucks a month that 's a fifteen dollar value for only five bucks. Then no hidden fees, no commitments cancel any anytime you like. You can only get this offer exclusively at do- dollarshapeclub dot com slash that 's dollarshaveclub.com. dot com slash burr all right 44 minutes in just like that okay all right let's read these fucking let's read these fucking questions here all right europe hi that's it i like it short and sweet been a huge fan of bill for many years are there any plans for a tour in europe specifically the netherlands would love to see him perform live Well, I was there last year, man. If you were a fan for many years, you should have checked my website. Um, I think I'm going to go to Europe next year. And I'll probably build it around um, a couple of F1 races, possibly. I don't know when I'm going to go over there, but I'm definitely due to do a run. I got a bunch of new shit, but, you know, I have to make sure it's at a certain level before I go over there. Because Europe loves to just have critics show up at shows, Without, you know, the artist saying, hey, can you review this show? You know, and they review it anyway and they take out their fucking goddamn steak knives and they carve you up every fucking time. So I always make sure I'm on my game here. All right. Girl who stabbed boyfriend isn't walking free. Okay, here we go. This is the new this is a new part of the podcast. Everybody fucking correct an old bill. You know, that's why I made sure to fucking like look up all my uh, my F1 shit, you know because you goddamn cunts um girl who stabbed boyfriend I, I have a prediction about the red Sox too by the way which i will get to later on hopefully if i remember all right that's a teaser and i might let you down i might disappoint you like michael jordan like fucking tiger woods you know all that entertainment that they gave you when they watched when you get to watch them doing things that had never been done before um all right, girl who stabbed boyfriend isn't walking free. Okay, so this story was about uh, some lady at Oxford who fucking... I don't know what the hell she did. She stabbed her boyfriend in the leg with a bread knife and blah, 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 blah. And the thing guy was like, well, I don't... You you have... You know... You have all this fucking, you know, potential and all this type of shit. So this person... um, This person is writing back saying she isn't going free. What's up? I realize you like to make the excuse that we shouldn't expect you to do any actual research on stories you talk about. And that's fine. Well, then you should leave it at that, sir. But in this particular story, you ranted on Thursday's podcast. I didn't rant. I'm joking around. you fucking overreacting cunts. Do you guys understand what a rant is? Rant to me is short for ranting and raving. So you got to borderline have froth coming out of your fucking mouth. Joking around about a subject for five minutes is not a fucking rant. You stupid fuck. God damn it. All right. So even like right there. To me, that's just I just fucking fucking wigged out for a second there. But he ranted. Okay, Um, on Thursday, you didn't even you didn't. Even need to do research to see how wrong you were again. I'm not wrong. I'm being funny, you fuck. That Oxford girl isn't getting off free because she's white. Oh, my God. As the lovely Nia proposed, and not because she's a woman, as the freaking beliterate Burr suggested. She isn't getting off at all, in fact. It said right on the article you were reading that she was going to be sentenced in September and has been giving a restraining order. Yeah, I saw that. And I also read the fucking judge's quote. I looked it up and I read along with your podcast. Her sentencing was only postponed. She isn't getting out of jail time yet. Yeah, but don't you find it fucked up? What, are you going to address the fact that the judge said you're so talented, I don't want to derail your fucking, what you could possibly achieve? You don't think that's weird for him to say that? And you don't think race and gender affects you're sentencing? You don't think that? You don't think that, any, that there's all this racism, there's all this sexism and all that, but in the court of law, there isn't? There isn't status? There isn't you're at Oxford versus you're just somebody on the street and you stab somebody with the fucking knife? You don't think that any of that comes into play, sir? So anyways, he says, if you ask me, which you didn't, I think this is a good thing. If she is as bright as the people at the school say she is, she can definitely do a lot of good in her career. And sentencing her for a one-off would ruin that. So you're agreeing with this guy. Oh my God, this is fucking hilarious. You're sitting there saying that I'm not... Pay- this basically what it is, is not that I was misinformed. Okay? It, it's that you agreed with the judge. He said, that being said, she needs to be held responsible. So what is it? Seeing as if it was only a butter knife... I think mandatory anger management classes is in order at the very least. Thanks and go fuck yourself. Come back to Madison. You were great last time. Go fuck yourself again. Sir, she stabbed somebody with a knife. Let me let that sink in. She stabbed someone with a fucking knife. But because she goes to Oxford and she could be a doctor. You're out of your fucking mind. You're you're just like the judge. You're like, oh, look at her. She's a girl. She's doing so well in school. She looks like me. (laughs) It was just a bread knife. You're doing what they're doing. In a perfect world, sir, stabbing somebody with a knife and the punishment is stabbing somebody with a knife and the punishment. And that's fucking it. Go watch that fucking trap car thing or whatever the fuck they call it. Where well, they park it down in the fucking poor neighborhood And they arrest one black guy after a fucking another I mean it, it's They're not trying to help anybody You don't think anybody down there has potential? You're just gonna <laughs> It's gonna fucking do that to them? Why do they just do Why, they don't, why don't they do that in a fucking white neighborhood? Oh, my God. I I don't know. I don't I just don't see the world the way you do, sir. And uh, you see it the way that judge does. And I also think that you are like what you're taking into consideration, which is is the fact that she's at Oxford and she could be a doctor. You're completely and you're you're now downplaying that she stabbed someone. And yes, you are, sir. Yes, you are. Because you said she should take anger management classes at the very least. Look, you might call me fucking overly liberal, but if you stab someone, you should go to jail, regardless of what your potential is. Do you realize that this woman, if she becomes a surgeon, will have a knife in her hand every fucking day of her goddamn career, just about. And it won't be a fucking butter knife. Jesus fucking Christ. And when she goes to cut somebody open and then finds out that they have state insurance rather than private, what the fuck is she going to do then? Just because you go to Oxford doesn't mean you couldn't be a fucking lunatic. You know what I mean? And people in those schools commit murders and they do commit crimes, but they, they don't go to jail the way poorer people with more of a tan do. I don't know if you've noticed that. So for us to bring up the fact that she was a woman and that she was white uh, was not, we were not uninformed. We we're actually more, in, I actually, you know, I'm gonna pat myself on the back. I'm more fucking enlightened than you are. Okay, because I'm not saying that because of who she is, she should get punished more. She should get the punishment. I think once you stab somebody, what the fuck you're doing in the rest of your life is out the goddamn window. And I know what you guys are going to say, well, they do that. They do that all the time. They fucking take into consideration if people have children and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I know they do. But the consideration is, is a lot smaller. By the level of tan you have, and whether you have a dick hanging between your legs or not, and that's the fucking truth. Go into a bar; a woman can slap a guy in the face, dump a drink over his fucking head. She's not getting kicked out. She's not if she's if she's hot. She's a fucking wildebeest. Yeah, they'll throw her out in the fucking dumpster. Come on, people. This isn't this isn't new information. All right, stop acting like good lord. All right, why airlines lost their privilege? Uh, Hey, Bill, big fan, love your podcast. You recently asked why airlines are not as prestigious as it was in the 70s. As a pilot, I have an answer for you. Oh, I love when the pilots write in. Sky pilot, why isn't it still great? In 1978, huh, I'm Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter signed the Airline Deregulation Act. I'll leave it to a peanut farmer from Georgia... ...to ruin the fucking prestige of airline travel. Prior to this law... ...the government allowed equal usage... ...of federal airways... ...among all the airlines. Alright, you already lost me. Let me read this slower. The government allowed equal usage of federal airways... ...among all airlines. So the only way for airlines to compete effectively... ...was with good customer service. Okay? After the law went into effect... Airlines were able to bid for exclusive usage of certain airways. Airways are basically the streets in the sky. So different... Okay. Oh, I see. So then... And everybody had their territory. So it was like... That's right. There was Eastern Airlines. They just flew there. Okay. All right. American and United flew cross country. So it was like wrestling back in the day where everybody had their territories. And then rather than having one guy dominate the whole thing like vince it became a bidding war okay after the law went into effect airlines were able to bid exclusive usage of certain airways so airways essentially gained monopolies on most of their routes with customers having little or no say in which airline to take the airlines were able to get us by the balls so now airlines business strategy has shifted from good customer service to monopolizing their airways and packing as many people as possible into their plane. Planes. Hope this helps. Uh, it started to. What should I look up? I should look up the Airline Deregulation Act. Now that all of a sudden, in the era of fake news, I'm, I'm being suddenly being held accountable for what the fuck I I can't believe this. I, you guys are so disappointing me. Can somebody please write in and mock these fucking assholes? All right, not saying the the pilot here. All right, Airline Deregulation Act. Airline Deregulation Act. Jimmy Carter and Effects. Let's see what we got here. Oh, my God. All right, Wiki, a law that changed the airline industry. That's the one that looks like, okay, this is the one I will read up on. Are you guys going to try to make me informed? And then I'll... And you know what happens? When you you know what happens to become you informed, you become an arrogant ass. You know, you start smoking a pipe. Your fucking eyebrows are always trying to touch each other as you wrinkle up your forehead. No one wants to be around that. All right. A law that changed the airline industry beyond recognition. 1978. All right. Okay. Before deregulations, airlines competed on service alone as fares were regulated by the government. I didn't know that. I mean, granted, I was fucking 10 years old in 1978. Many remember this era fondly as the golden age of aviation, when stewardesses, as flight attendants uh, were then known, carved I can Chateaubriand... On rolling silver carts, and airlines put piano lounges in upper decks of their Boeing 747s. Passengers dressed up to board flights, and flying was glamorous and exciting, and mainly for the rich. Ah, that's why the liberals. Deregulation resulted in the rise of a new kind of airline, the low-cost carrier, LCC. At the time of deregulation, Southwest Airline was a small regional airline prevented by... CAB rules. I don't know what that is from flying outside of Texas today. Southwest is the largest domestic U S carrier in terms of passenger traffic, something no one could have foreseen in 1978. Yeah. And that's back when stewardesses were fucking hot. So now it's a bunch of animals. They pack us all in. And then it's just like, yeah, all the hotties are like, well, fuck this. I'm going to go uh, sell jello shots at a goddamn one of those DJ shows. Beep, beep, wah, right? Southwest is a success story, but deregulation allowed. Yeah, I, I hate flying Southwest. I fucking hate it. You know what? I hate how the, the stewardesses sit there making jokes and fucking around. It's like, dude, my life is in your hands here. You're not making me more relaxed doing your fucking Dean Martin impression. Uh, but deregulation allowed airlines to innovate new business models. People People Express, I remember that. Remember Value Jet? That one went down. People Express may have come and gone. It may someday be revived. But it, it and others like it shook up the white glove world of the U.S. airline industry and democratized travel. Hope I said that right. We may peer through our rose colored glasses and yearn for the days of Chateaubriand and piano lounges. But ultimately, companies like Southwest and newer ones like Spirit allowed more people to fly more often. Yeah, and now look at the result. You got people with no shoes on walking into the bathroom. Oh my god, it all fucking came full circle. Holy shit, do I like being informed? Deregulation left the international carriers like Pan Am and Braniff. And to a lesser extent, TWA, Trans World Airlines, without robust domestic feeder networks. I don't know what that means. And it allowed domestic carriers like Delta Airlines to apply for international routes. Pan Am and Braniff scrambled to create domestic networks, but ultimately were unsuccessful. Although it took until 2000 for TWA to be absorbed into American Airlines. And some argue that massive consolidation of the U.S. airline industry in the last decade, which has resulted in three large carriers, four when Southwest is included, is deregulation's final act. The network carriers that survived Delta United and American learned to be tough competitors and combined existing domestic networks with the international networks acquired in large part by carriers like Pan Am that didn't make it. Get the fuck out of here. So now they have to drag people off flights, barefooted lunatics, and then you got people fucking... You know, you ever see those people that just fly around the world all the time trying to get miles and shit? Just created all these bottom feeders. Wow. Do you think a VIP airline would would make it? I wonder. You know, in this era of Donald Trump, if if they didn't even try to be nice... Just be. I wish. I wish I could do a Trump impression. Just be. A lot of animals. They're flying barefoot. A lot of bare feet. And then you know all the liberals would be like, you were you saying that barefooted people shouldn't be allowed to?" Be? A lot of bare feet. A lot of bare feet. <laughs> Dude, can you? What if? What if they had a fucking? You, you couldn't do it nowadays. If you had a fucking top line airline, okay, all first class seats. All hot stewardesses, you know, first of all, all the fucking, you know, all the fucking feminists would be up in arms, would all be up in arms saying that you're objectifying these women, blah, 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 blah. And at the end of the, I don't know, I agree with some of that feminist shit, but a lot of times I just feel like it's women who aren't good looking, hating on good looking women and just being mad that good looking women don't have to work as hard, you know? It's like that whole thing that you're going to somehow get people to give not as good looking women, not as good looking men, not as strong men like a chance. That's not how it works. You got to like you got to look at it like sports and realize that you're not the Jordan. You're not Sidney Crosby. All right. You're on the fourth line. Okay, so what you have to be is you have to be a fucking you got to be a gamer, you know? This is coming from a bald, redheaded male. So go fuck yourself if you think I'm being elitist here, okay? You gotta be scrappy. You gotta go in the corners, all right? You gotta drop the gloves every once in a while. <laughs> you gotta do that, okay? You're not gonna get the calls. You're gonna have to work 10 times fucking harder than other people to get, you know, half as much, or however the expression goes, but it's, it'll make you stronger. And you know what's great? Is your fall from grace from your youth sixth. As you slide into a four, is not that bad. But at the end of everybody's life, everybody looks like a four or a two. Okay? But you, you have a nice soft landing. You do a little bit of a belly flop. You get the wind knocked out of you between 20 and 60. All right? These fucking tens, I mean, they're falling off the top of a goddamn building. Okay? They, and a lot of them, they don't survive it. They don't. If you look at their Botox faces, they look like they landed face first. Their fucking lips are all swollen. I mean, Jesus Christ, look at these fucking... Like, Nia watches this show and these women will not stop taking fat from the back of their arms and injecting them in their ass. And they got these stupid-looking fucking asses now and their legs look like my legs with this weird... Like, they look like ostriches. <laughs> I don't know why they did that. I, I, just, I just don't fucking understand why. Like, at what point... It's like they're literally like Michael Jackson, where Michael Jackson couldn't see what he's doing to his face. These women cannot see what they're doing to their asses. I don't understand it. So anyways, so you know what? That was actually fascinating. And I make fun of the fact that I'm I'm not a well-read guy because it gives me license to be lazy. And that's what I like to do best. Okay? But if you fucking assholes are going to make me keep reading, I, I, did, I did enjoy that. I do enjoy... I like drum shit. I like aviation. I like that type of shit. All right? So tr- tr- if you're going to fucking really start... Hold my feet to the fire here. Um, Could you please try to keep it? uh, I don't know. Well, I guess I have the power, right? I have the power where I can actually uh, decide um, what the fuck it is that I want to read or what I don't want to read. Speaking of which, for some reason, I woke up this morning thinking about Roy Haynes and the fact that he's still alive and still doing gigs and all the fucking people these played with. Like, I saw a bunch of great jazz dramas before they passed. I saw uh, Max Roach. I saw Tony Williams. I saw Louis Belson. And I saw Roy Haynes. I saw Roy Haynes like 20-something years ago when he was in his 70s. He's now 92, and I looked it up. Like, Is this guy still on the road? And he's got a road gig coming up in uh, September at, like, the Blue Note in New York City. And he's from Roxbury, Massachusetts, uh, fellow Boston guy. I'm a suburb guy. He's actually in Boston. But um, I don't know. I think that's pretty fucking cool. The guy's still gigging out there. I mean, you talk about a guy. He played with Charlie Parker, Miles Davis, Sarah Vaughn, all the way all the way up, right up through, like, young people today. The guy's been playing drums professionally for 70 goddamn years. So I don't know. If you're into drums, you got to go see that guy. All right. Let me go. Uh, let me read some more of the... Uh, Let me read these last two. Cultural appropriation. Dear Billy Rationale, uh, things are getting crazy these days. Because of technology, it's definitely a lot easier to be critical of what everyone does. I'm sure you've experienced this before where people try and misrepresent what you say for whatever self-serving reason they may have. Yes, of course. That would be the Huffington Post. Uh, One of the things going on today that really bugs me is the accusation of cultural appropriation. I hate picking extreme sides to any argument, so I will say I do think that there are cases of cultural disrespect. Let's say someone wears a religious or cultural garb and is overly disrespectful for the purpose of trolling. That could be, that could be cultural appropriation. You put that in quotes, so do you not think it is? Uh, but almost everything anyone does is derived from another culture in some respect, uh, there is a YouTube video where a young black college girl berates a hippie for his corn rolls, and it seems a bit silly because the kid is just doing what every other Wookiees who listen to fish do. I don't know what a Wookiee is. Is that somebody into, into Chewbacca? Ah, fuck. Now i got to look this up. What the fuck is a Wookiee? A white something? Wookiee meaning slang. Uh, a wookie urban dictionary a wookie a wookie is a hairy yet modernized human being that commonly is seen in the western in the westernmost regions of Washington. a gentle creature by nature, but tends to get a little erratic when it overindulges itself with its favorite foods. Its diets consist mainly of a blend of barley and hops. If you see these creatures. Uh, be cautious as to whether you should provide him with these items. They will commonly respond to the name of Richard Pulliam, but be very wary of these creatures. I have no idea. They're usually a, a certain brand of cookie that is very chewy. A Wookiee is a lifeless idiot whose whole existence consists of falling around jam bands, here we go, and not showering or shaving. When they're not panhandling or trying to rip people off, they're selling veggie burritos or grilled cheese to fund their useless existence. They stand for nothing and care about nobody else. Not to be confused with a hippie. A hippie is someone who lives a certain lifestyle due to their belief. Hifties often shower and have jobs. Uh, used in a sentence. Yo's, yo, those Wookiees over there are trying to sell beet rolls that's from fucking 2003 so i guess they've been around for a while okay all right let me get back to the okay so now i know what a wookie is i know what a wookie is and i know about airline deregulation and now i'm going to be insufferable at the next fucking social event as i try to work both of those into the conversation um where the fuck is it i was an anthropology major which doesn't make me an expert, but it definitely informs my opinion of this. I went to culinary school after college and learned even more about cultures through their food. I came up upon this article and wanted to get your take on it. A couple girls in Portland, Oregon started a food truck selling Mexican food. They traveled around and learned recipes the way every chef I've ever known has, has done. They were accused of cultural appropriation because they're not Mexican. I'm not going to go on a tirade of motherfucks, but my adrenaline really starts going when I think about this. I haven't heard you speak about cultural appropriation yet and wanted to get your take. Here's a link. Oh, the Huffington Post. What a fucking surprise. Uh, thanks for your podcast. Uh, you're a great dad and husband. How do you know? You have no idea. Um, I hate the fucking Huffington Post. Um, They're always trying to stir up some shit You know what, I, I hate all these organizations That try to act like they're, they're a news organization And you read two articles And you know who everybody on the website voted for, essentially It's like, back in the day like It was supposed to be, I don't know If you were a journalist You were supposed to just sort of present what the fuck happened Not making up um, If you say this, um, that's probably because you're doing that that's like that whole fucking website. And I shouldn't just single them out. There's a bunch of them out there. And, but they're held in like this esteem. I just don't understand it. Um, anyways, cultural appropriation is... Uh, I, I don't fucking know. You know, look, if, if you have an appreciation for Mexican food and you, you learn how to cook it and then you sell it, I think at that point if you become successful, that's when people get annoyed by it. And uh college kids are really extreme in their thoughts, as I do, you know. You're fucking breaking free of your parents, you know, and you got some anger issues probably towards your parents. So you're very, you're very open to uh radical fucking sort of ideas. You know, going all the way over here, all the way over there. It's a very dangerous time in your life because you make very extreme judgment snap judgment calls with your young brain um as i did and that can cause you to do stupid shit like join cults uh blow yourself up at a fucking concert you know for some stupid fucking cause all the way to like i don't know what fucking without a condom you know you just, I mean, it's a pretty fucking wide thing. This is why I don't talk about shit like this. I don't know what a cultural appropriation is. I don't know what it is. All I know is that my culture is the matrix. So everybody's allowed, you know, I don't get upset when people get on airplanes. Be, hey, that's some white shit, you know? <laughs> um, I would say... That if they're two white girls being white and they're making great fucking Mexican food, good for them. But if they're sitting there wearing a fucking sombrero and talking like Speeding Gonzalez when they do it, yeah, then I would get upset. But you know, there's plenty of Asian infused this and French infused that, and um, cultures to me and f- all of that shit to me, it's like it's like the MMA. How was how was like how good were the martial arts when it was you were just one discipline? You know? Everybody I I I am a keto. I am fucking taekwondo. I do karate, I fucking box or whatever. And then a guy, Bruce Lee, comes around, he's like, I'll take a little of this, I'll take a little of that. Wasn't he doing that? You know? And then he was teaching it to fucking the round-eyed guys over here, and everybody over in Asia was like, hey, hey, that's our shit. Don't be showing it to their shit. And now look at it. Now look how great the fucking fighters are. You know what I mean? I would love to see Bruce Lee today, if he, him back then, if he got into the fucking ring. You know what I mean? D- did he ever have to deal with a double-legged takedown? What would happen to him? Does he have a ground and pound defense? Ground and pound didn't exist. Could that man fight on his back? That's how much it's progressed. So I feel everything should get all fucking mixed up. And then shit spins out of that, and you just like. uh, I think it's just when you start to act like you're the thing that you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, um, and people do, but the thing is, is if you start getting into like, like, whatever, Japanese cuisine, okay? Or you get into anime, whatever. I'm watching this anime show. Like, I just watch it and I appreciate it. I don't start walking around with a rising sun fucking t shirt and I get some swords. you know, crisscrossed on my walls, you know, start sitting on the floor on a pillow with a little short table. You know what I mean? I mean, wh- wh- I don't know. I don't know where you uh, I think it's all how you do it. I mean, if I walk into an Asian person's house and they got a bunch of shit from Ikea, I don't go like, you know, you're appropriating my culture. What's with that L-shaped couch? But they're also not oppressing me. And I'm not oppressing anybody, but overall, the fucking, you know, long tied cunts up the top are. So that's what it really comes down to. It really I think it really comes down to uh, white people get held to that standard of 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 cultural appropriation because, uh, you know, we can the the damage we can do and we can be really ignorant with it. And then other times people are just being cunty like I'm not going to read this fucking article, but if it's just a couple of white chicks making Mexican food and they're crushing it. You know, and they're dressed like white chicks going like, oh, my God, who wants a burrito? I don't think there's a problem with that if they're killing it. Right. It's a fucking food truck. Fill your pie hole up and shit. I don't know. All right. Girlfriend. Uh, hey, man, what's up? Um, I just had a few questions. Sorry for the lack of punctuation. Well, you use parentheses when you said that. I flew this girl out all the way to Japan. You know something? Fuck you. I'm not reading this shit. You, uh, this, you know what? You rewrite this fucking thing. You rewrite this fucking thing, okay? And then I'll read it. Go fuck yourself. Uh, sorry for the lack of punctuation. Yeah, sorry, I'm not fucking reading it. There you go. I draw the line at lack of punctuation. I hate when people fucking go, sorry. If you're sorry, you would have taken the time to, to put some shit in there. You didn't. You're not sorry. You're fucking lazy. So fuck off. Now I'm going to be lazy right back to you. I'm not reading your goddamn shit. However, if you want to uh, fix it, put some punctuation in it and i will read it god damn it i will read it all right the red Sox. we're in second place and the evil empire yankees are in first place those evil motherfuckers with all their homegrown talent and here we are the young upstarts with a 215 million dollar team just doing anything we can to try to keep up with them um I want to know, I want to fucking know, because I heard he lost a bunch of weight. I know he ended up getting fucking hurt again. I want to know when Pablo's coming back. I don't know why. I just feel like he's going to have a great second half of the season. Pablo Sandoval, and he's going to earn his goddamn money. And I think the Red Sox, they're going to catch fire here right before the All-Star break, and and it's going to be Yankees, Red Sox, Yankees, Red Sox. And it's going to be great again. It's going to be fucking hilarious, because now we're the fucking evil empire that could... Spending 200 fucking million dollars. That's my prediction. It's going to go down to them. And um, ESPN will blow the Yankees because they have homegrown talent. And they will fucking trash the Red Sox for spending all this fucking money like they never trashed the Yankees when they did it back in the day. Because that's how it works. Because when the Yankees win the World Series, ESPN goes, and all is right in the baseball universe. It's just like, oh, so you guys are all Yankee fans there? Why does it make it right? (laughs) I never understood that, that they play favorites like that. But I guess that's what they do. So you know what? Fuck them. Fuck you too. Have a great couple of days. I'll check in on you on Thursday. Be careful around those grills, you fatties. All right, Toyota, everybody. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced technology to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma